Welcome to the Walking in Purpose podcast, where we teach you how to discover your God-ordained purpose for your life and relationships. And I'm your host, Afoke Wonsuzu. So let's get down to it. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the Walking in Purpose podcast. It's your girl, A to the F-O-K-E, Afoke. Okay, I'm your host for today. And if you are new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. We're so glad you landed here on our podcast, and I believe God has brought you here for a reason, and I also believe it to be well worth your while, okay? And for our subscribers that have been working with us for a while now, welcome back, and thanks for always tuning in, okay? And so, all right, down to the nitty-gritty. What do we have for today? Let's see. Um, well, today we're going to be talking about, I guess, I haven't actually uh, decided on a topic yet. So this topic might be different from the topic I actually upload this episode with. So um, just bear that in mind, just in case. But the central theme, the idea around it remains the same, and that is loneliness and singleness. Like, I want to talk about loneliness and singleness because like I always say, and like I always try my best to acknowledge, singleness is it's not always easy, okay? Singleness can be hard, especially for my sisters, the ladies. It isn't always easy, especially for the single Christian woman who is trying her best to do things the right way, okay? Being single is not easy, I understand. And um, that's why I, you know, take the time to do these episodes because when I was single, I wished I had someone to like hold my hand in form of like a blog post or a podcast, you know, to kind of talk about the struggles that singles go through and also give like solutions and, um, you know, things that could help to remedy, remedy the situation. So that's why I really do this and I get it. There are a lot of struggles that a single woman would have to or has to battle with every time to overcome. But today I want to focus on just one of those struggles, and that is being lonely in your singleness, loneliness and singleness. And the majority of the singles I have come across and asked what their biggest pain point is, I I would say or I think about 90% of them would say, Uh, loneliness is their biggest struggle, like being lonely. So I think it is worth talking about because it is right on top of the list of struggles for singles. Like it is right up there. Okay. And even more importantly, I like even more importantly, I, I need to focus on this topic of loneliness because Valentine's Day is just around the corner. And that day could be a bittersweet time for singles when that Valentine's Day does come around because every Valentine's Day ad flyer and even in the grocery store just makes you feel some type of way and make you feel even more lonely. You know, I mean, even the second week of January, I went to the grocery store and I could already see sales sales for Valentine's Day uh, gifts and whatever else and all the promos all over the place. And I was like, already? Like, wow, these guys don't joke at all. And for some singles, this can be hard to deal with because Valentine's Day is just all up in your face. All the couples are doing all their lovey-dovey stuff in real life and on Instagram, and you just wish you had a man to do all these things with because you're just tired of being single. It's just the truth, right? And that just brings up some questions like, why won't anybody pick me? 
and you start feeling left on the shelf. You see couples in real life and on Instagram again, especially during Valentine's Day, and you begin to wonder when will it be your turn? And you begin to feel discouraged and defeated as if God has left you because this singleness feels like it's just going on to be like forever. But if you find yourself in the situation, I have a word for you today that can encourage you and strengthen you whenever you are about to slip into that trap of loneliness because you have to keep going. You can't let uh, loneliness keep you from the blessing that God has waiting for you. And if you're not new here, you know that I firmly believe that God has already written your love story. So there is a love story written by God with your name and your husband's name on it, even though you haven't met him yet. So you have to keep going, okay? So let's delve right into this topic of loneliness. Um, let's, let's discuss why you feel lonely or what makes you feel lonely. And after that, we will talk about ways to solve that loneliness problem that uh, you would normally face as a single. Um, so yeah, first up is comparison, okay? Comparison. Well, ain't that the truth? right? Because comparison is like the biggest reason why our joy gets stolen. If only we can just learn to stay in our lane and focus on ourselves. I mean, comparison is bad. Galatians uh, 6 verse 4 to 5, I'm reading from the NIV version. It says, each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else. For each one should carry their own load. So learn to take pride in yourself alone without comparing yourself to others. Like Galatians 6, 45 says, there is nothing wrong with you. Don't feel that you're not pretty enough, not good enough, not whatever enough that you tell yourself. You are good enough just as you are. But being single is just a season. And you can't force your relationship season to be if God hasn't destined it to be yet. You can't just force it, okay? It's like saying, for example, like currently now it's winter and you want to do all you can to rush the summer season to get here right away. I mean, you can try, but summer will only come around when it is time for summer to come around. And likewise, <coughs> excuse me. And likewise, when it is time for your marriage season to come around, it will come because God will make it happen. I'm going to have to pause here, guys, because my throat's not working with me right now. I will be right back. Mm. <clears throat> okay. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> Let's try that again. The devil is a liar. I'm going to deliver this message to you guys today. Okay. So, like I was saying, okay, you just can't force it. It's like saying... It's currently winter and you're trying to force the summer to come around. You can't, okay? The summer is going to come around only when it is time and it's the right season for summer to come around. And the same for you. When it is time for your marriage season to come around, it will come because God will make it happen, okay? <clears throat> Excuse me. Have you ever asked God why he wants you in this single season anyways? Have you ever sat down to ask God, Lord, why do you want me to be single in this season? Because it is better to wait for the one God has for you, sis, to find you than for you to find someone 
yourself so you can have that relationship status. But then you become so frustrated when that man doesn't want to commit to marriage. And that's the thing. Comparison will eventually lead you into desperation. And desperation will lead you into the arms of the wrong man. And of course, the wrong relationship that can leave you with issues you wished you never had. Are you even ready for a relationship? Be honest with yourself, are you? Or are you wanting to be in a relationship only because your friends, sisters, cousins are all in relationships? If comparison pushes you now into a relationship, you will never get satisfaction from that relationship until you compare it to everyone else's relationship, which in itself is a big problem. You know, um, I myself once fell into the trap of comparison once or even a few times when I was single. I don't re- I don't remember the exact year, but I remember it was Valentine's Day that particular year. And it was in the days of Blackberry Messenger, BBM, like it was called. Do you guys remember those? Uh, so yeah, BBM days. It was Valentine's Day and everyone had their V-Day gifts, Valentine's Day gifts and photos up on their display photos um, in their DPs. And a childhood friend had put up this photo with some very expensive looking gifts and a status update thanking and loving some man. I mean, she would normally put up some really nice photos of expensive and good looking things. But that very day, I was like, man, I have to ask. Like, I was like, I'll just try my luck and see if she will give me any info. Right. So it was Valentine's Day. So the expensive gifts on our DP. I mean, I'm talking an expensive looking like Rolex, blinged out watch, <laughs> blinged out cell phone, those huge teddy bears. I mean, what else? Um, I think flowers, chocolates, clothes, you name it. I think the only thing missing from that photo at that time was a ring and a car to go with it. I was like, wow, the wonders of Valentine's Day. Like she already got a boo, like good for her. So I reached out to her and I was like, girl, those gifts are popping. What's going on? Talk to me. Like, who is this guy? Because she had also put like a love note, like I said earlier, like on her BBM status saying she loved him and thanked him and blah, 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 the lovey-dovey stuff. I mean, I was looking for the tea. Like, I had to get the tea because the gifts were looking so good. Um, and I was like, to be real, I was low-key wishing someone could have bought that for me that Valentine's Day, but oh well, you know. So I was like, I asked my friend, I was like, are you guys dating or just seeing how things go? Like, who is he? Like, give me the tea, girl. And she laughed. I was like, (laughs) I asked her and she laughed. And I was like, what's funny? And why are you laughing? She was like, girl, all the amazing gifts and things I see on her display photo, her DP, that she bought them herself. I was like, wait, what now? (laughs) How do you mean you bought them yourself? And she said she bought it her like she bought them for herself because she didn't want to like feel left out with feel out sorry feel left out with everyone else out there being all booed up and showing off their gifts on Valentine's Day. I'm like, what? <laughs> she was like, she was like, she can't carry last now, like which just means she can't be left behind. She has to feel among and do what needs to be done. I was like, wow, <laughs> like really. So if I didn't ask, I would have very easily slipped into negative emotions of feeling without a man and 
without gifts and feeling lonely and no one to be with. You know, when the person I was comparing myself to was in the exact same shoes, I mean, the whole thing was a hoax. And she just was, she just was fooling everybody. And that's just how easy it is for us to slip into the wrong emotions, the wrong mindset, the wrong feelings, just because of comparison. I mean, that's just one example. And I'm sure you've heard of even more crazy examples. But from that day on, I just like learned to just focus on myself and outdo myself alone. No one else was my competition or no one else. I, I, I didn't feel the need, the need to compare with them, even though it was tempting. Because people only show you what they want you to see, not necessarily the truth. So you just may be looking at people, comparing yourself to them, thinking they have someone to love them on Valentine's Day. Well, it just may be a hoax. It just may be, I'm not saying, I'm not saying everyone out there who is uh, celebrating Valentine's or with a man right now around their arms is a hoax. No, I'm just saying that some of them are hoaxes. Like, you never know. And I've heard of women who pay guys to be their boo for the day. Seriously. Like, they buy the gifts just to make it seem like some guy bought them these gifts just to make everyone else jealous. So this Valentine's Day, sis, I know the ads will come up on the TV, on radio, billboards, in the grocery store, everywhere. And if you're single, it could have you feeling some type of way. It may make you feel like your emotions and your lack of a relationship status are under attack by everyone celebrating Valentine's Day. But can I just say that Valentine's Day is just a day? Okay, it is just a day and that's it. Just one day that people choose in using to celebrate real love and fake love too. Let's be real here, okay? But do we really need Valentine's Day to feel loved? It should be a daily thing. I mean, I'm married and I don't really believe in Valentine's Day. My husband doesn't as well. Because every day for me and my husband, we celebrate our love in different forms and we make sure of that. And you, you really don't need to be in a relationship with some guy just to feel loved. You are already loved by God. And I'm sure you have family and friends that love you as well. And you, and you should also love yourself as well. Don't forget to give yourself love. And that could be celebrating your wins and also understanding that it's okay to be single. Give yourself some love and some grace as well. Okay, so please, sis, don't run into the arms of the wrong man just because of comparison or that you feel it is Valentine's Day. It is just a day. Simple. It is just one day. You could very well run into a relationship and you will still feel lonely. Yes, especially if it is a wrong relationship because we. I'm very sure you've heard of people who are in relationships or even marriages that feel lonely. So it's all about doing things right, not just comparing and getting yourself into a wrong uh, relationship. Anyways, moving on. So the I'm going back to the um, the scripture from Galatians 6, verse 4 to 5. I want to read the message version, uh, which reads, uh, so I'm just reading a different version because I want to go deeper into that verse and then go into other things, okay? So the message version of Galatians 6, verse 4 to 5 says, Make a careful exploration of who you are and the work you have been given, and then sink yourself into that. Don't be impressed with yourself. 
Don't compare yourself with others. Each of you must take responsibility for doing the creative best you can with your own life. Okay? So just like Galatians 6.45 says, do you know who you are and the work you have been given in this your single season? Do you know? Because if you don't, you're going to have all this free time to spend on feeling sorry for yourself, that you're lonely, no husband, and keep comparing yourself to others any chance you get. Like I just said previously, running into a relationship with just any man who is available and is happy to have you wouldn't cure that loneliness. Because being in the wrong relationship and with the wrong guy will make you wish you were very much alone. Okay, so what then is the cure to loneliness and singleness? Well, companionship is the first cure, okay? The reason why you are lonely is because you feel alone and you want to be with someone. You want to be in a relationship with the one. Well, how about your relationship with the one who made you? That is God. What about the companionship that comes from having a relationship with God because the Holy Spirit is your companion, according to John 14, uh, verse 26. And he also is your helper and can help you through your singleness journey, help you during your single season. Usually, <clears throat> excuse me, usually when, you're, when your relationship with God isn't doing well, that's when you start to feel lonely. Because for me, when I was single and my relationship with God wasn't all that, I would feel the pressure of being single and lonely. But when I tuned into my relationship with God, I didn't even remember I was lonely, truth be told. Yes, I knew I was single, but I was living for God. And if the idea of not having a man ever crept into my mind, I usually would remember all the hurt and pain I had been through in the past. And I, and, and I used to be like, Lord, I thank you because you are taking me to the right relationship with the right man. And I would rather wait for you to lead me to that relationship than to lead myself again to the wrong relationship and have my heart broken because of temporary feeling of loneliness that I'm trying to solve myself. You know, in the beginning, in Genesis 2 verse 18, God said it wasn't good for man to be alone. And that's why God created women to solve man's aloneness problem, if there is such a word. Because Adam wasn't lonely. He was in a relationship with God. He was in fellowship with God, doing the work of God. Then God went to work for him. Okay? So Adam was in fellowship with God, doing the work of God. And then God went to work for him to solve his aloneness problem. It wasn't really a problem, but God set out to change his single status. So check your relationship with God and find out if your relationship with God is founded on the right reasons. Uh, and I believe it was in episode 44 that I kind of talked about being in a relationship with God for him, not just for the things we can get from him, which can lead to frustration. And you can give it a listen if you haven't uh you know, how to listen yet. So yes, it does start with having a relationship with God so he can show you who you are if you don't know, if, if you don't know who you are yet. And also for God to show you the work you have been given, the work you have been assigned in this, your single season. And like I said, I know singleness can be hard. And if you need to cry out to God when you feel lonely, do it. 
Let God know how you feel and the Holy Spirit will comfort you and show you a way out. He always has the answers and, and it is all part of the process because I know for sure that the solution certainly isn't running into the arms of a random guy. Okay, the solution isn't having a relationship with God. Amen, sis? <laughs> Amen. So the next um, cure for loneliness I'd like to share with you today is patience. Having a relationship with God, uh, let's do that again. My tongue is getting tired. <laughs> so having a relationship with God also teaches you also teaches you patience because going back to Genesis 2, verse 18 to 25, where if you're not familiar with the story, God said it wasn't good for man to be alone. And then God decided to make a helper suitable for him, for Adam. So God formed all the animals from the ground in hopes that Adam would find someone suitable, but he didn't. And so God decided to put Adam into a deep sleep. And while sleeping, God took out one of Adam's ribs, closed up the place with flesh, and then God made woman. Like God fashioned woman out of that rib he removed from Adam. And then God presented Eve to Adam. And, he, and then Adam said, this is the bone of my bone and the flesh of my flesh, meaning uh, that Adam saw Eve and then he was like, this is my wife. Okay, so that's just a shortened version, but you can read Genesis 2 verses 18 to 25 in your spare time, okay? But what I want to share with you is what the Holy Spirit revealed to me while I was studying the scripture, okay? The Holy Spirit revealed that Eve was hidden for a time. For the time being, God was working on her out of Adam's ribs, that is, out of Adam's deep desires. And it was only when God was done working on Eve, that he brought her and presented her, that is Eve, to Adam. God didn't present Eve to Adam while he was still work, working on her, did he? He didn't. God made woman out of man. He fashioned her. But with the animals, he simply formed them out of the ground. So sis, you are only hidden right now because this is your season of making. God is making you into a helpmeet for the man he has ordained to be your husband in the love story he has already written for you. God is making you suitable, just like God made Eve suitable out of the deep desires of your husband's heart so that when he sees you, he will say, this one is the bone of my bones and the flesh of my flesh. I mean, God also formed animals. He formed animals to try to solve um, Adam's aloneness problem. Okay, and he formed his animals very quickly. But they were formed out of the same material Adam was made from. So yes, there would be some similarities with such people that, you know, like just can offer the fleshy stuff, that can offer stuffy stuff, not deep stuff. Adam could have been compatible with one of the animals from, from the ground. But Eve, Eve was cut from a different cloth. She was cut from a different fabric, which was from Adam's ribs, from a deep place that holds his desires, his ribs, since you are cut from a different material, okay? You are cut from a different cloth. And just like clothes, you have to be made and fashioned into the design the wearer of that cloth will like. So God is making you into a suitable helpmeet. So don't feel lonely or depressed that a man hasn't picked you yet. 
you were made for one man to be chosen, not picked by just any random man. So says God is making you suitable for your husband, your Adam. And while God made Eve, Adam was asleep. About not just any type of sleep, a deep sleep, meaning the making of Eve took a while. Deep sleeps don't last for five minutes. A deep sleep takes time. So that means God was taking time to make Eve. God really spent his time to ensure he crafted and made Eve into Adam's walking desires, into Adam's needs. So since you are in the making and good things take time, just like a good meal takes time. You're not fast food like all the animals that God quickly formed and Adam couldn't find a suitable helper from. I'm getting excited here. You are a hearty, healthy, delicious, home-cooked meal that is taking the much-needed time to prepare. So are you single? Sure. Are you alone right now? Sure. But you are no ordinary single, sis. You are single undergoing the process of making undergoing the makings to become suitable for your Adam. God is making you suitable. Sis, if anyone tries to make you feel bad that you're not booed up or ask when will you get married or say ridiculous things that usually make singles upset, instead of being upset, just always remember and let your response to them be, I am in my season of making. God is making me a suitable helper for my man. And when he's done making me, he alone, God, will introduce me to my husband and he will see me and name me immediately as his wife. I won't have to struggle for it. It will happen in God's time. Okay? Before there was an Eve, God was Adam's companion, sis. So let God be your companion right now by having a relationship with him. It is not because you're not pretty enough or that you're too fat or too skinny. It is not because you're not beautiful. You are beautiful on the inside and out, but you need to understand that you are not called to be a wife to every man. So when any man comes across you and they don't want to be with you, you can be happy to know that he is not the one for you and there is nothing wrong with you. You need to always remember that you are in the makings for the right man because when he sees you, he will choose you right away and tell you, you are the one. Trust me, sis, it will be well worth the wait. But make sure you aren't stopping your process of making. And that's why you need to work with God to find out exactly what you need to be doing in your single season to discover your purpose and find out how God intends for you to serve while you wait. So as I round up here, okay, just like any good thing, like a good meal, what is required? You require patience and work because good things take time. A good meal takes time. You require trust. Trust the process of the making by God to turn you into a suitable helper for your Adam, for your husband, for the one. And allow God. The third thing you need is time. Okay, God needed time to open up Adam, take his rib and beautifully make you, that is Eve, and fashion you out of him. Be praying for your Adam that he learns to go to sleep and give his desires to God, that he learns to do away with his fleshy desires. 
and allow God work on his real desires because then he will also be praying to meet you. He will be praying for you as well. Your Adam may still very well be in a deep sleep because God is working on you. So yes, pray for him. But if God is still working on you, Adam will remain in that deep sleep, in that state of deep sleep and wouldn't find you yet. And that's why you feel like no one's finding you. No, God is making you. Okay, but once the making of you into a suitable helper is completed by God, your Adam will wake up and spot you. Now, I'm not saying God is making you perfect. No, he is making you into a suitable helper, meaning he's equipping you for everything you would need for your marriage with that man. And that man will already be equipped to help you as well because you were formed out of his rib, out of his desires. God is equipping you with the things you need to help him with in that marriage. My husband had <laughs> been asleep, but when he saw me, he felt like something that had been asleep in him just woke up and wouldn't rest until he had secured me as his wife. But I had to first go through my season of making into a suitable helpmate before he could find me. But that all happened in God's time. So ladies, if you refuse to go through your process of making, that means you are contributing to Adam sleeping longer, which means it could take longer for him to find you because he has to be awake to, or he has to wake up to find you, right? And also you need to be responsible with the blessings God has for you. So that's why God needs to make you into a suitable helper, okay? So remember, Adam only woke up when God had finished working on Eve. And after that, Adam could behold Eve. Okay, and lastly, understanding and contentment is needed. You need to understand that you are in the process of the making to be a suitable helpmate, a suitable helper, and be content with this season because God will introduce you to your marriage season with the right man and at the right time, the appointed time. So sis, learn to have a relationship with God fellowship with him. Be so engrossed in the work he has assigned to you in this season. If you feel lonely, talk to God and he will comfort you and give you the tools you need to keep moving. And most importantly, remember that your single season is your season where God is hiding you and making you into a suitable helpmate. Sis, I hope this message has blessed you so much. I love you guys so much. We'll see you next week. God bless you. I'm out. See you. Bye. God bless you, and I'm sure this message has blessed you as much as it has blessed me. Please like, subscribe, share, leave a comment to let me know how you've been blessed by this message. Or if you would like to email us, you can do so by writing to us at info at walkinginpurpose.ca. Also, don't forget to follow our page on Instagram at Walking in Purpose Podcast and also share with as many as the Holy Spirit leads you to share with. God bless you and I'll see you next week.